0: The Homans Chronicles, the female equivalent of a bromance.
1: So many poor choices, but so many good takes. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Homans Chronicles, and this is Sarah. First recording of fall twenty twenty three. <laughs> it happened this weekend. It happened. It was the first day of fall.
0: It was. <laughs> I'm Nicole. <laughs>
1: Obviously. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I I had a I guess drastic weather change migraine happening. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, is not uncommon, but it was quite the turn of events for us here in
1: Michigan over the weekend. Yeah. It went from 78 one day to like 60 (laughs) in the matter of like hours.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My body was not doing well with it.
1: Nope. She rejected all of that too. This one, my body. (laughs) She. (laughs) I watched, I was watching scrolling through some shit, obviously. And, um, there's this chick talking about how she was at her therapist's office. And she said, all right, we'll see you next week. And the lady was like, her therapist, she was like, you mean I'll? She's like, no, no, we. My brain and my body haven't been connected in years.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I was like, you know what? Same. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's fucking my... Fun.
0: My brain and body are so connected that when one hurts, so does the other, you know, like it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm down and out. Just take the whole girl out. All
1: right. <laughs> All right, y'all. You know what? She stubbed her toe. Don't think it's not possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. You may have a blackout for a moment from me.
1: <laughs> Is she okay? Just paused.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's um in the metaverse or something and just like
1: <laughs> little processing thing pops up I don't know where August are you gonna get on my lap or not bud I have a story to tell today come on
0: mm-hmm. here he comes <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a new babes with me I have a new dog and um she's not a puppy she is three so she's pretty chill and well-behaved However, we'll see if we get any
1: um, guest appearances from her I'm throughout here. the recording. I'm here for this. I love this adventure. <laughs> Little baby Emma. Well, she is a baby to me. She's she, small. She is very much in weight competition with August, my bigger cat. They're yeah. roughly, they're within five pounds of each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, she's a corgi, so she's pretty solid. Um, like people are like, oh, is she like heavy and I'm like no like this is how corgis are (laughs) (laughs) she's only 23 pounds but she just has the appearance of being very robust
1: (laughs) yeah no I 100% (laughs) thought that corgis like generally speaking were probably around the 35 you know pound marker
0: I mean I don't know what they typically are but no either
1: way she's a baby I can't wait to see
0: All the Corgi Instagram accounts that I follow, they're so up close to them that they do appear larger.
1: (laughs) Very true. This is a good point. This is really the only reference I have. I maybe have met one one Corgi in real life.
0: Well, because you have to be zoomed in on that
1: Corgi booty. Mm -hmm. And that adorable little face. (laughs) She's got both.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. She's cute on both ends.
1: You got you a girl that can do both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so far, um, she is pretty chill while I'm working or doing things. So we're going to cross our fingers that we've got a quiet corgi today.
1: Yeah. Well, we're about to find out. Mm-hmm. About to find out. So how was your first week back into the swing of things? You all right?
0: It was hard hitting
1: <laughs> <laughs> Play by play Monday fuck sucking fucking sucked. <laughs> it was hard
0: hitting. I um <laughs> typically only do, I'd say like 10 hours a week maybe for this one client. I did 30. Holy shit. Um, I left at a at a busy time. And there's another person who was supposed to help who couldn't, yada, yada. I mean, I did as much as I could before I left. Mm -hmm. But um, thankfully, there was another team member who was, like, keeping things afloat. However, I didn't really feel like I was coming up for air until... Nope, still not.
1: (laughs) Nope. We're still still there. Taking a pause, of course, but we're still there.
0: Yeah, so I worked... Like nine hours on Saturday, trying to just get myself up to the surface. I'm still drowning.
1: Drowning. Like the life of an entrepreneur. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and then, you know, another client's like, uh, we have this huge announcement that we need to make, and I need you to put together a press release and work with this other company that you don't know and um, get quotes <laughs> from these people you don't know. And uh, we need that by the end of the week. And um, by the way, I'm on vacation, not me, the person who's giving me the assignment. I'm on vacation on the other side of the world for a week. So <laughs> thanks. Kisses. <laughs> like, I was like, all right. Well, hey, okay. welcome back. <laughs> it was yep. a lot of
1: energy last It just doesn't stop ever, it turns <laughs> out.
0: The nice thing is, though, that Uh, my hours are regulated. Like I only have so many to give and, um, in, in turn, when working more, I make more. So Mm -hmm. I'm not in a salaried position where I'm just giving away hours of my life and not seeing anything for it. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's nice. That would be me. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Some days are
1: worse than others. Well, I'm glad you're back. Like I said, I missed you.
0: Mm, I miss you too.
1: All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for this week's story? I'm like so excited. Yeah. Blown away. Okay. Okay. So, Hmm. where do I begin? I found her on a list of like people, like badass women of of the past, you know? Mm hmm. And the story certainly is not about her husband, but f- but boy, oh boy, do we know who he is. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start with who she is first. We'll introduce her famous husband later. So um, Mi- Milava Marich, or M-I-L-E-V-A, Milava. I'm going to call her Marich from this point forward. Her last name? okay yes it's easier for me because that's what i typed up the whole time okay so um so she was around from december 19th 1875 to august 4th 1948 fairly decent run she was actually a serbian physicist and mathematician she was born into a wealthy family in what was once Austria-Hungary, it's now Serbia, but she was still Serbian, claims Serbian heritage. She was born into a family of wealth, and there was three children. She was the eldest. Shortly after she was born, her dad decided, you know, I should really stick around for the children. And he did just that. He quit his job in the military and got a job at the local court. Wow. Wow we're breaking patterns
0: unheard of
1: Mm -hmm. this is
0: also not in
1: america right it's also 1875
0: (laughs) i still feel like that's within i still feel like that's within the range yeah that we've covered throughout our stories of um, men who like to just disappear
1: just bail yeah so he became a uh he got his, himself a job at one of the courthouses that was closer. So um, there's not a lot around her younger years as a child. Uh, she did start secondary education at around 11 years old in 1886 at a high school for girls in what's called Novi Sad, which is where she's from. Um, A year later, she went to a different school in a close by city called Smirska. Mitrovica. Again, we all know this is not my forte. Don't come for me. <laughs> in 1890, she was in the Royal Serbian Grammar School. And in 1891, her father actually got special permission to enroll her as a private student at the all-male Royal Classical High School in Zagreb. Wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> so, okay. so she had it. And her dad trusted that she had it. So he put himself on the line, went up to bat. And in 1892, she passed her entrance exam and entered the 10th grade. I think she was like 17-ish. So in 1894, further along in February, she won further special permission to attend physics lectures and passed her final exams in September of that year. Her highest grades were in maths and physics. And she was actually only one grade below the highest designation of excellent at the time. So there was not like an A through D E F scale for, mm. for schools at the time mm-hmm. there was, um, poor, what I could see. bad,
0: satisfactory. Sa- good yeah. Excellent.
1: Yep. Yeah. Hers, um, I think was very good.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I think X actually was, was the name. Yes. Uh, The two highest grades were very good and excellent. So she got very good on everything. So that was in September. In November of that year, she actually fell seriously ill and decided she needed to move to Zurich to start the girls' high school. Um, So then on November 14th, that's what she did. In 1896, she passed her exam for the University of Zurich and started studying medicine for one whole semester. She's around 21 years old by now. In the fall, so she just kind of like, education hopped all over the place in the fall of 19 or 1896 she switched to the zurich polytechnic school later turned into eth by passing the mathematics entrance exam with an average grade of 4.25 out of 6 so there's a scale of 1 to 6 she was at 4.25 she enrolled in a course that trained students in physics and mathematics in secondary schools so this was like a degreed course that she was trying to obtain a degree so that she could then go and teach this is where she met her husband albert einstein oh wow Mm -hmm. okay there are six students total including including her and albert um she was of course the only woman in the group Mm -hmm. she was only the fifth woman to ever enter that section of classes So she was very truly talented to overcome all of the restrictions against women in the field at this time. And then soon her and Albert became close buddies. Now I'm not going to go too far into Albert and how much of a person or like what he was right now. We're going to get into that tea later. But my assumption is that she was so enamored by him and this friendship that they started that, it soon started to take um started to impact her success if you will (laughs) so i just realized
0: i don't think i've seen a picture of albert einstein younger
1: it's kind of weird but (laughs) they're out there
0: i was just like wait yeah you only know him as the like, I don't know, 60 or 70 year old guy with the white hair Crazy person. Every, right. everywhere and blah, blah, blah. Like, like you're you basically at this point just assume like that's how he popped out of the loom. Like you don't have any <laughs> indication <laughs> of him prior to
1: those photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His mustache is the same color throughout. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so she in the winter semester of 1897 through to 1898 went to heidelberg university to attend physics and mathematics lectures as an auditor so she came back to zurich polytech in april of um, 1898 and she studied the following differential and integral calculus descriptive and projective geometry mechanics theoretical physics applied physics experimental physics and astronomy just an easy load no big deal
0: i'm like i don't even know what some of those titles mean i copied and
1: pasted because there's no way i was spelling it all
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i don't even know the genre that she's studying let
1: alone like fucking genius is the genre clearly (laughs)
0: and then anytime somebody says something to me about you know this thing fell from this point they're like it's physics i'm like is it
1: it's gravity like, what- i don't know <laughs> just something that i I'm don't like, know. So
0: what is considered physics well
1: magnets like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, uh. in all fairness, mathematics and science were my absolute favorite and probably best studies outside of art as well. So, like, that kind of stuff, I can definitely see where it's exciting, especially in the infancy that it was in, you know. Not a lot of stuff had been discovered yet. Remember, Albert Einstein hadn't won any Nobel Peace Prizes or nothing, no shit like that yet. So, we are yeah, in the beginning getting so. Right, right, right. So, she's going through doing all of her studies in 1899, so a full year later, she sat for her intermediate diploma exams. It was one year later than the rest of her group, unfortunately. So, the rest of the, the other five people, the other five guys, tested for this a year prior. Not really sure why, nothing ever explained it. Again, I think she was swept away by a little, our buddy Albert, and maybe got a little behind on some stuff potentially. Mm or it's because she went abroad, not abroad. She went to Heidelberg and came back. So I don't know the semantics, but that's what happened. So the scale again was one through six, and her average for the whole thing was 5.05. However, a year earlier, Albert was the top of the group with an average of 5.7. Although she and Albert shared the same average in physics, which is a 5.5, She eventually failed the teaching exam in 1990 or in 1900. Um, Oh, wait, I'm sorry. She, her average was 5.05, you know, for the whole, for the whole, like, course. There was a secondary exam for the teaching part of it. And, and that was a year later in 1900. She failed the final teaching exam with an average of 4.0, still on a scale of 1 to 6, but she failed it with an average of 4.0 only 4.0, with only a 2.5 in the math component. And even Einstein only passed in fourth place with an average of 4.91. Who knows what happened? We don't. Again, that was, a, saying-
0: that was a lot of things that you listed off, though. Like, I don't
1: know how you can be, you know, at the top of all of them. Right. Right. So again, I say it not sure if it's because of her and Al's relationship or not, but in May of nineteen zero one, while she was in Italy, she fell pregnant with her with their first child. So I'm thinking Did you you get this
0: from a British source?
1: No. Not this particular. Why? Because I said fell pregnant.
0: Yes. They're the only ones who say that.
1: I don't know why it came out like that either, because I definitely didn't type it like that.
0: And you also said maths, which, because they always say maths with like a, a plural, like an S on the end. And <laughs> well, I'm there's like, multiple kinds. <laughs> like, how are you doing in maths?
1: All oh, not them? well
0: because you fell pregnant? Okay. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's just me osmosis thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, while she was actually three months pregnant, and nobody knew, right? I don't know yeah. I don't even know if Albert knew at this time. While she was three months pregnant, she retook the exam but failed for a second time with no improvements to her grade. So she just fucking quit working, working on her diploma dissertation altogether, which was something she was actually hoping to turn into a PhD thesis under her physics professor. Boo! Well, so, this oh, is tired, girl. Yes, you <laughs> felt pregnant that it's first like trimester. Was... Really it's not hit like you. It's not like you ever hear anybody was energized by her pregnancy. Get the fuck no. out of here with that. <laughs> her pregnancy no. energized? No.
0: So, but it doesn't seem like she really had a long term goal here. Like, so she had that short term goal of wanting to do a thesis. However, but you don't need all this to be a teacher.
1: Mm. She did for math and physics. Like they're, you know, they're putting her through the ringer. Basically, she wanted to have these accolades so she'd be taken seriously. Mm. You know,
0: you can't tell me that other people were teaching and had all of these things.
1: No, but they—I I mean, like
0: there's other people who are teaching who did not have all of these things. This is my point, right? Yeah, but they so, were men too. Yeah, there's all yeah. kinds
1: of different shit that goes into it. Regardless, in 1902, most are claiming in January she managed to hide the pregnancy and actually went back to her hometown of Novi Sad and had her first daughter. Um, they think also it was maybe to avoid a little bit of scandal, you know, hiding it from the folks at the university there. Unfortunately, mm, because was- she's not married. Yeah. So, unfortunately, um, a year later, after the baby had scarlet fever, she incurred some permanent damage and passed away. Mm-hmm. Some say she was put up for adoption. There's a, everything says probably. Either she probably passed away or she probably got adopted. So, we really don't know <laughs> for certain what happened to the first child.
0: Scarlet Fever is more likely the
1: Yeah. The avenue that I would guess. But. Right. <clears throat> so remember a lot of this uh story documented. Some of it or a majority of it for this this story was um documented via letters back and forth between the folks that are in it. So lots of letters were opened and read, etc. So in nineteen zero three they wed. Albert Einstein wed in Bern Switzerland where he actually found a job as a patent attorney or whoever at the federal office for intellectual property so he became a patent officer in Switzerland for a while in 1904 their first son Hans Albert was born they lived in Bern until 1909 that's when um, Einstein got a teaching position at the University of Zurich in 1910 their second son edward was born so quite edward a bit of... yes edward no e-d-u-a-r-d edward <laughs> gotta put yeah. funk on it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> okay again the language is not my f- my number one you know oh. skill I'm Mm -hmm. good at speaking, Mm -hmm. good, but you know, otherwise, I got nothing. Just call him Eddie, Edward. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) pretty sure you put an accent in there that's not supposed to be. So, it's over. Put it over a U or something where it's not even like a thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm not trying to enunciate it in the German dialect. Oh
0: God, yeah, (laughs) offend someone.
1: (laughs) Myself mostly. (laughs) <laughs> so uh they did a lot of kind of bopping around. In 1911, they moved to Prague where Einstein held a teaching position at the Charles University. And in 1912 they went back to Zurich because he accepted a professorship professor professorship at his alma mater. So lots of moving around. You could imagine at this time, since she was not able to be successful, in her teachings or you know diplomaings or whatever she was a mom but she was also part of the conversation with Albert Einstein and his work we'll dive into that later so in July 1913 a physicist and chemist asked Einstein to come to berlin which he did but it caused her a ton of distress she wasn't trying to go in August of that year, they decided, okay, we're going to have a game plan. So they decided to make their rounds, and they planned a walking holiday with their two sons and Marie Curie. Marie Curie? I can never say it out loud. Um, and her two daughters. Marich was delayed due to Edouard <laughs> being sick, They, but she did eventually join in in September of that year. Uh, They went to Novi Sad. She had both sons baptized as Orthodox Christians on the day they were supposed to leave for Vienna. After they went to Vienna, Albert split and visited his family in Germany. She went to Zurich. Christmas came and went. They decided after all of this that they were going to to, move to Berlin in April of 1914. So that he could go to hang out with a physicist and chemist.
0: So it's too
1: much moving around. I know it's a lot, right? So she traveled to Berlin to stay with her friend Fritz Haber, who was actually the chemist who developed the process of synthesizing ammonia. So like she's hanging with a crowd of humans who know what they're doing. And mm. she is one of them. Mm-hmm. He ended up helping her find a place for them to live. For their pending move in April of 1914. So. um, They both left for their new home. In late March. Albert went to visit his uncle in Antwerp. And had two other stops. March took a swimming holiday. With the kids in Locarno. And they all arrived in Berlin in April. So. They had been planning to move to Berlin. In 1914. And although they planned it, the marriage was suffering since 1912. Why? Do well, you ask? obviously. Well, beyond the moving around and everything. They haven't been together. Yep. Um, <laughs> so Albert became reacquainted with a lady named Elsa. Elsa mm. Einstein. Hmm. His first cousin. Hmm. And they kicked up a regular correspondence, which actually really upset Marich. Why, you may ask? Just take a guess. Oh well, I mean, I
0: is there anything here other than jealousy, uh, assumed affair, um, continued now to be physically together but not emotionally?
1: <laughs> yeah turns out Albert and Elsa were fucking in love. Right. They're first cousins. Yeah. I know. I but we've discussed this.
0: The first cousin thing doesn't even matter. Like it's it crazy. Grosser. Huh?
1: It gets weirder and grosser.
0: Well, but the crazy thing is that we're into the 1900s now. That's and so yes. it's it's starting to become a a bit uh, weird. A bit much. Um, because by this point, a lot of that had kind of tapered off. I think. I'm not a historian, however, <laughs> I well, don't think that the royal families were <laughs> hooking up their cousins anymore at this point, or at least it was like coming it was it was coming more towards an end.
1: yeah, they did that for some reasons, so though it wasn't love.
0: Oh, I know. I know. But I'm saying that, like, it was normal for so long.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Especially
0: because the royal families or prominent figures were all doing it to try to keep, like, money
1: mm-hmm. within
0: certain confines. Right. And so, um, It wasn't that it was abnormal for you to date your cousin because everybody was doing it. (laughs) Yeah. But now we're in the early 1900s and I'm like, but I don't think everybody was doing it anymore.
1: No. Nope. Mm. First cousins on the mother's side. The moms Mm. were sisters. Yeah. Mm. So we we will just dump right into that tea after we get through her whole story. Mm -hmm. all right they moved to berlin in april by july after albert decided to create a list of terms for which they would live by because the love and friendship and companionship was all but gone she he insisted on harsh terms if she were to remain with him issuing him a list of shit so I will go into his full list because I am just fucking blown away by this. Uh let's see. August buddy, I am I am in the middle of doing this very important thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I just see one cat
0: ear pop up and screen.
1: Right. <laughs> 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 Uh, <clears throat> okay, so the um, the agreement was actually pretty fucked up. So, like, remember, she wasn't pulling in any money. He was essentially the breadwinner. Um, so he said, "Here are the here's a list of terms that need to be agreed upon." There would be no benefits for her. I'm gonna just read it verbatim. In fact, Einstein's or Einstein 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 stipulates in his list of conditions that she must not expect her him to either sit with her or accompany her outside of the house and she must stop talking when he requests (laughs) she must she must renounce all personal relations not strictly essential for social reasons which should not include expecting to be accompanied on social engagements in addition he stipulated that his wife should not expect any intimacy from him, should not reproach, reproach him in that way, should stop talking to him if he requests it, should leave his bedroom or study immediately without protest if requested, and should refrain from belittling him in front of the children, either, either through words or behavior. We have, yeah. So he writes, you will make sure that my clothes and laundry are kept in good order. I will receive my three main regular meals in my room. My bedroom and study are kept neat, especially that um, my desk is left for my use only. You will renounce all personal relationships with me insofar as they are not completely necessary for social reasons. Specifically, you will forgo my sitting at home with you and my going out or traveling with you. You will obey the following points in your relations to me. You will not expect any intimacy from me, nor will you approach me in that way. You will stop talking to me if I request it. You will leave my bedroom or study immediately without protest if I request it. You will undertake uh, not to belittle me in front of our children, even through words or behavior. Uh, so he was, in fact, a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, you repeated to yourself a couple of times on some of those. And so, the. I mean, the gist of it, though, is that... They were going to have a marriage arrangement and not an actual loving
1: relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Yes. So, yeah. It Even
0: was... Emma's upset. I don't know if you could hear her barking, her... but she was like, this is bullshit.
1: Yeah. So I, that was actually, <laughs> that was a, a summary and then just a straight up bulleted list that he provided her. So. She agreed to the terms initially, but decided it wasn't going to work out. So on July 29th, which was just a few days after he proposed the list to her, and the day before World War I started, she actually left Germany with the kids and went back to Zurich. Although she left in 1914, the law was able to be, remain separated for five years before granting any divorce. So after five years, the divorce was final on February 14th, 1919. He did agree to compensate her by committing to sending just under half of his salary in quarterly installments, something he mostly largely adhered to. During the divorce settlement, he actually also agreed to give the boys the money he earned from the Nobel Peace Prize. Under the terms, the the boys were the only ones allowed to touch the trust, but she was able to draw from the interest. So apparently like 20 years after the fact unsealed letters were opened up and it turns out that she actually took that money and invested it into three different houses or buildings in zurich to produce an income she lived in one and two other were investment homes um she took on these homes and ended up um providing you know, studies, or she would like, teach people things. Essentially, she created boarding homes to create some sort of income for herself and the kids. Unfortunately, in about 1930, Eduard had a psychotic break and went ahead and got diagnosed with schizophrenia. Uh, his medical costs were so overwhelming that she actually had to sell the two houses and, to raise funds for his care and the maintenance of it. And she actually decided in 1939 it would be best to transfer the ownership of the remaining house that she was living in to Albert Einstein in order to prevent loss. However, she did fully retain power of attorney. On August 4, 1948, at the age of 72, she suffered a severe stroke and she passed away in Zurich. She was buried in the Nordheim Cemetery and her son, Edward, was institutionalized until his death. In 1965.
0: What about the other son? What about him?
1: He was around. He was around. He made it through. Okay. So you know you do
0: kind of wonder like what happens when two geniuses have a baby and personality disorders is what probably happens.
1: Right. Like one obviously (laughs) needs to go schizophrenic (laughs) because there's no way they can manage life on this dimensional plane.
0: That when your (laughs) father is writing contracts to your mother that sound like he wrote from the patent office. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. Uh... <laughs> so um there are loads of professionals out there um and historians to this day who are continuously debating over whether or not she had a hand in some of Albert's published work when they were together. So there's plenty of rumors that have gone um, and they really are unfortunately just a bunch of hearsay. We don't have anybody who was there. We don't know. We can't ask them directly. So it's just a bunch of, she said this at one stage and she wrote this to this person at one stage. And this letter says this, Um, she told a Serbian friend once referring to uh 1905 that we finished some important work that will make my husband world famous. So... Some argue this is, like, hometown folklore. Others argue, no, this is a statement that she made not in jest but in actual. She helped this man get through. And I personally believe that she was involved in helping him get things written down and published. Period.
0: I do, too. I don't believe that he he managed all that on his own. Now, okay. I'm not saying that... Um, they bounced ideas off of each other they might have i mean they might have been in a partnership where they could uh both equally contribute ideas mm-hmm. and whatnot um but at the very minimum i foresee that she took notes put together paperwork did a bunch of the bullshit that he She probably, probably... organized
1: everything you're yeah. right yeah she so. probably just Created, curated the actual organization of the thoughts into a comprehensive manual or whatever the fuck i right
0: i mean he's the one who wanted to move to berlin she didn't want to but then she's the one who found the house exactly you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. it's typical roles where the man thinks he's better than everybody and there's no way he would have gotten this far without the help of the woman that was next to him
1: yeah, so to, to kind of further the point that he was just a narcissistic piece of shit, um, <laughs> he was a womanizer. And throughout his marriage to her, there are many, many letters that he wrote over the course of that time that state how many female admirers he had who would give them gifts or would stalk him and blah, blah, blah. So he was a womanizer for sure. He wasn't a good person in that regard at all. Um, so Elsa was Albert's, Albert's first cousin on his mother's side. Their mothers were sisters. They were also second cousins on the paternal side, meaning their fathers were first cousins. That's a lot of, that's a lot of redneck math. I wasn't prepared to do for German descent. That's all. That I'm saying. Is
0: a, I would say that's a lot of genealogy getting mixed up in, uh, some crisscross DNA. Did they ever have kids?
1: No, thankfully they did not.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. Who knows what would have came of that? So <laughs> <laughs> so she would lovingly call him Albertal. And basically they, they were fr- fond of each other when they were younger. She got married to somebody else. They got divorced. She moved back in. They rekindled. Boop. They're still in love. So, while they got her, so she and Marich, he and Marich got divorced in February, remember, of 1919. He married his cousin in June on my birthday, June 2nd of 1919. It was a quick hitter. That's for damn sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Considering
1: they weren't actually divorced for five years. Mm-hmm. So, so is that even legal? Well, yeah, of course. Because they were separated for five years, that's what granted them the divorce. That was the oh, stipulation. I'm sorry,
0: I was taking it as yeah. He married the cousin when him and Marich separated, not
1: divorced. Right, gotcha. As soon as they got divorced, he was like, "Hey, girl." Um, they were together <clears throat> until 1936 they married and were together for that whole time they immigrated to New Jersey ew okay uh in 1935 they bought a house um in August of 1935 they bought a house together and right after that Elsa developed a swollen eye and some kidney problems and she didn't fare so well and unfortunately by December 20th of 1936 after suffering a lot of a long painful illness she passed away turns out though that only 4 months after or uh, after he married his cousin within 4 years he was already involved with Betty Newman his secretary and a niece of one of his friends so while she was the next love of his life she was primarily there to protect him like that was their relationship she fielded people from inquiries and she would you know make statements and basically guard him from life while he continued to be a pos uh, and that's as deep as i went so okay miliva miric thank you your everything that you've contributed to society through a pos man who gets all the credit
0: Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i
1: get so my sources for today were wikipedia shout out to y'all again nbc news metro.co.uk time magazine and biography.com
0: hmm yeah you know what you don't ever even think of albert
1: einstein as being married or sexual in any way, shape, or form.
0: Well, no, like womanizer. I'm like, who? But, um, <laughs> right, you just kind of see him as if he would be like this uh single bachelor who is preoccupied by figuring out the world's maths, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: right? Maths,
0: <laughs> I don't know, like, you'd never <laughs> see him, like, see a picture of him and be like. Was he married? Did he have kids? Oh, did that <laughs> man actually have sex? Oh, <laughs> like, I don't know. He just seems so <laughs> singular.
1: Right. I guess her other son did have a family. He started a family, moved to the United States um, in 1938. He joined the faculty of the University of California in
0: 1947.
1: Okay. So, yeah. Wow. I know. Who knew, right? Never even heard this woman's name. It's such a shame. I know. And she was likely the reason he was notori- Like,
0: mm-hmm. Even if she didn't contribute to his publishings or his works or whatever, she made it so that he actually could because it sounds like she was doing every other goddamn thing.
1: Yeah, I feel like she was definitely his enabler for show. Hmm. Crazy. I know. I... Now when you see a picture of Albert Einstein, you actually
0: be like, oh, hey, he's not just this one singular man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a man of many characteristics and facets. Ew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you for this story. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate
1: that. Uh, she was hmm. a pretty bad B word for uh, suffering through that kind of a piece of shit attitude human being and still making something of herself, even if it wasn't. Full on being a Nobel Peace Prize winner.
0: I mean, she owned multiple properties on her own, so mm-hmm. you know she,
1: she wasn't dead. a slouch. No, she was very intelligent, for yeah. sure. Sorry, that was my cat's tail jamming me up. jamming me up. <laughs> jamming so, is me.
0: it at a girl time?
1: I do believe so. Yes,
0: at a girls are where we. Uh, pat ourselves on the back for something good that we did or something good that's happened to us. we just like to end on a positive note. Do you happen to have an, an Atta Girl ready to go? Nope. <laughs> no, I'm I was, kidding.
1: Oh, I was like, I was
0: <laughs> lobbying it to you because I was over here like, oh, I have not thought about this. <laughs> I was trying to buy time by giving the description of an Atta Girl.
1: Well... No, I do. um, I do have. I'm just oh, like, I'm so dumb. Go ahead. Be nice to my friend, Jesus.
0: <laughs> well, I'm like sitting here talking about how I rescued a dog. Like, hello.
1: <laughs> I mean, that can be your a girl if you want. It.
0: Yeah. That's why I said, I was like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. <laughs> anyway, <Yes>. go ahead.
1: <laughs> we'll let it rip. We already started it. Your a <laughs> girl this week is. <laughs> uh...
0: This family surrendered a dog and I kind of manifested this, I think, because I watched so many Corgi videos (laughs) and when I was in Greece, I was like, it would be nice to come home to a little buddy, you know, like, I think I'm ready. Uh, I had kind of put some things on hold, like my whole life on hold um, prior to going to Greece because I was going to be there for two weeks. And so um, when I came back, I went to an adoption event, but I didn't really like connect with any of the animals. And then just a couple of days later, this family was like, we need to surrender her just like randomly on a Tuesday. And I was like, she's mine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind if you do.
0: (laughs) Who can resist the corgi booty? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Plus, she's got a sweet face.
0: Yeah. Little Miss Emma. So anyway, I'm just over here rescuing dogs
1: that's a COVID puppy
0: yeah she is she was born in 2020
1: <laughs> a baby i love yep. her. yeah can't wait to meet my new niece <laughs> so yeah my a girl um uh, yeah so my neighbor <laughs> she has a plethora of garage sales i think that's maybe part part of her income a little bit and um We are not always super thrilled with the amount of humans and traffic that come through because it's very irritating for us in a cul-de-sac of quiet houses Mm -hmm. to be bombarded. And we're right next door and we're the house before. So people park in my driveway, in front of my driveway, in front of my mailbox. They jack up all the stuff on the street. Like our curb is disintegrating because people just keep parking on it and um she she played it cool this time around and put up cones in front of our house so that people wouldn't park in front of it or park in front of the mailbox et cetera, et cetera. and i was like hey you know i appreciate that thank you and she kind of like asked throughout the week if um she would be it would be cool if we were just like you know do you mind if i keep going on the garage sale and i was like no I honestly don't I don't care you go ahead and garage sale it up whatever as long as nobody's being disrespectful it should be fine and so um that's my atta girl is that instead of just being annoyed by this person who's just trying to make a living even if it's out of her home and flea market style I need to respect it (laughs) respect the hustle and so instead of being not so kind I just said, you know, I appreciate you checking in with me. I don't have a problem with it. Good luck," been said. So,
0: well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the action of putting the cones up to block people from blocking you is a nice thing to do, yes. which then in turn, now you're nice to her.
1: Like it's like, yeah. okay.
0: Now, let's keep the cycle going. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I'm proud of myself because, as much of a nuisance as it is to have random humans driving past my mm. house mm-hmm. or questionable characters, mm-hmm. open it out. Yep. That's my Anna girl. I do have, so I do have another heartwarming story that I thought you would enjoy. So I my cousin passed away a year ago a couple of days ago from an OD episode. Um she had been battling for quite a while and unfortunately her and her mother were in uh in the battle together. Her mom got sober and she's been sober for about 4 years now. But my cousin just wasn't able to kick it. She had been attic for about half of her life and it wasn't going well and so unfortunately when she passed it's not that we were expecting it it was still very very difficult but it was easier to accept knowing the path so a year later she had a son and her ex-partner um uh his family was taking her son to a dinner and her son has a nephew who is around her son's age so they're about the same age there mm. um he's probably like 7 or 8 ish somewhere in there and um they're in the vehicle on the way to the dinner and i'm going to call this little dude L that's his name and so Elle said, did you know Chelsea has been dead for a year? And they said, well, that's yes. And but how did you know that? And he said, well, she told me. Mm. And so they were like, OK. Um, all right. So they go to dinner and some other things happen, but it it comes down to little buddy L saying that uh, a little girl was at dinner with them and her name was Aaliyah. And she had, you know, they asked her what she looked like. She had long hair and it was dark and she was wearing a pink and black dress and uh, she was young like him. And so my aunt kept asking and, and wondering, you know, more about it. Right. Because my cousin's middle name was Aaliyah. And that's what we all called her in the family. So, you know, my brain, my aunt calls me, she tells me the story, and my brain starts turning. And I'm thinking, well, if this is anything like the stories we've heard, she has likely taken on her form from her life where she was, she had her favorite times, which I made the assumption she was around seven or eight years old. Um, and she's hanging out with little L because little L can see her and she's Mm. able to tell him stuff. Mm -hmm. So my aunt calls me, she tells me the story. I'm of course bawling because I full on believe this is the case. There's really no escaping this in my world. This is real. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, you know, I bet you she is, um, the same age as she was when they took those communion pictures. Cause that was probably one of the best eras of our life. And so she said later on to herself, you know, I'm just going to send the mom a picture that I've got of her and her communion outfit to see. Mm. And so she has sent me many videos since then of little dude saying, Oh yeah, she was sitting there in the unicorn room and we were talking and having a good time. And she told me these things and, You know, she's my age and she says hi. And so, um, mom showed little L a picture of Chelsea and he said, Yeah, that's her. Oh my gosh. No stuttering. Right. No questioning it. Bringing tears in my eyes thinking about it again.
0: Yeah. Chills all over. All over.
1: So, of course, I was like, I knew it. I told you. (laughs) <laughs> and i never thought i would ever get hit like this with one of these stories mm. but it's real maybe
0: it's the innocence of it it has to be
1: but you know? it's real yep yeah so she's hanging out in her you know Form that was her favorite time, which is when all of the cousins hung out. We all basically lived with grandma for a little while here and there, and we all just had the very best time. And she's just hanging out, waiting for everybody to catch up, mm. having a good time.
0: Mm, that's uh, awesome. No.
1: So that's a little feel good ender for all of us. Wow. I know. It's so
0: crazy that kids are so clairvoyant. We let growing up and adulthood get in the way. Honestly,
1: like where, when does it click off? Like why, why? But.
0: Well, because at some point we stop believing. Like, I mean, there's other things, right? Where you're like, I'm old enough. I know there's no Santa. Or I saw you be the tooth fairy last night. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. just over time you're imagination doesn't allow you to tap into that piece of your brain anymore or something
1: right. right but yeah that's uh i can't say it blew me away it's one of those like santa oh, i know him i know him <laughs> kind of feelings you know what i mean yeah but yeah
0: hmm. well that's i don't i I mean, it's heavy, but it's refreshing.
1: Yeah, I think it's a positive thing, honestly, because yeah. her life prior was, I mean, it was not good. Let's be honest. Right. Any person living in addiction who is struggling to get out, like she was in rehab at the time. She wanted to be out of this addiction so bad.
0: She mm. just couldn't shake it. Mm.
1: You know? She mm-hmm. didn't want it. She wanted out so bad. She went to rehab so many different times. Mm-hmm. So I genuinely feel as though she is in a much better place than she could have ever been here. And that brings me peace.
0: Yeah. And and she wants well, to hang out with her son,
1: too.
0: I would say maybe it's because of her son, you know? Yeah. Like, ultimately, uh, she didn't intentionally want to abandon him and this is a way for her to be there
1: yeah and like roughly the same age
0: (laughs) right that's what i mean like yeah hopefully somehow her son feels her warmth through this and it helps him later in not feeling like um he was left Left. behind or that drugs were chosen over him or right and they just
1: i believe they have started speaking about her with him he's they finally got to the point where you know you have to start talking about it with him so there is that side of it too where he's allowed to ask the questions and they're being very open about everything and so he's you know learning about not just the good, but the bad. I think, which is, I think, important.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of the time, people who don't know all the information end up very resentful. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have to cater it to the an appropriate age, but right. um, people don't like living their lives unaware.
1: No. no they do not no we do not
0: (laughs) so well I hope that that uh, like I said results in a bit of closure or
1: something that helps her son feel better too yeah hopefully something positive comes from all of it but I mean it, it has so far like it's Brought out quite a bit of peace to some folks who didn't have it prior to. So that's, you know, a positive for sure.
0: Yeah. And there are so many free resources and uh, hotlines and just people in general who are willing to help. You know, so if somebody's going through it or you know somebody who's going through it, it doesn't have to end that way. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's... No, hell you can reach out to us
1: yeah Yeah. i don't give a fuck i don't judge you you just need help we'll help you it's okay (laughs) (laughs) just even if you put yourself in that position like an idiot we don't care Come here, right right let's help you (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i guess we could we could uh maybe say that the national suicide hotline is no longer a nine-digit code it is a three-digit code I think it's 966 or 991 let me make sure i have this right i was
0: like don't be out here giving out wrong codes
1: i know Isn't that's that helpful? why i'm going to check <laughs> 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 damn give me a second i'm confirming <laughs> well we
0: don't do much editing so I'm okay like... the hotline is <laughs>
1: 988 <laughs> good yes use it or you know holler at your girls again we're here (laughs) yeah um it's kind of
0: weird to transition here but if you liked what you heard today (laughs) (laughs) please review subscribe share this message with others we're here for you um
1: with you for you whatever entertaining you whatever you need we are so here
0: for you that we are doing stories about women from centuries ago to give them the credit they deserve like that's how here we are for other people right
1: <laughs> okay, you don't have to be dead you just feel like you're going unnoticed. notice tell us your story
0: seriously um we want to give credit where credit is due so you can request a hoe of history for us to do, uh, on Instagram at homance underscore chronicles, or you can email us homance podcast at com. You can get your homance merch at Nicole Bonneville dot com, And you mm-hmm. can join our closed group on Facebook, the homance chronicles, a judgment free zone. And you can reach out to us about anything truly and we will respond <laughs>
1: yes we sure the fuck will Comments out